Welcome to another brand new episode of Why Should We Care? I am your host, Chris Tellez, joined always as f- with my blood brother, AJ Henderson. What's up? Guys, it's good to be back. Uh, I, was gone. I was gone last week. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is the, the original crew doing it. Original crew. Doing Man, it like they always do. We haven't even done an episode in a couple weeks. No, we haven't. Like, I think you were back a- home in New Mexico, right? Right. And then um, you had a medical condition. Yes, it's, and, you don't have to say like it's an STD. Well, uh, it, it's not not an STD. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a severe case of pink eye, and you know yeah. I, I went uh, public with it a you week ago. That, like, that was good. Two, I'm glad two or three you weeks just, ago. I'm glad you just leaned into it. Yeah, I, I was walking around just like, yeah, I got pink eye, telling everybody, and then yeah, a little, what one, of it? One night you told yeah. me like, yeah, at least you're out there with it. I was like, well, why would I be not be out there with it? And you said, well, most people are associated with filth. Yeah, <laughs> and I like, was just like, like, oh. like there's shit in your eye. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. You can get People it from just a variety assume I'm of smearing things. shit all over my mm-hmm. goddamn head. I'm not. I think I got it from my roommate, which you guys would know is the Murph dog, Andrew mm-hmm. Murphy. He yeah. had it before I did. Yeah, and who so, knows what he did with his face? He probably had sh- shit all over it, <laughs> and then I got it from him <laughs> with, the, with the particles and whatnot. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's good to be back on the same page. Um, mm-hmm. Last week you had Andrew Clarkson on talking about some reality show about the cars. Yeah, or yeah, about uh, racing in. Kentucky, not Kentucky, uh, Oklahoma. You you don't even remember too well, right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Oklahoma. It was a good show. It moved along nicely. Um, I'm not sure if it's in our top 20. I wish I could have made it, but uh, I'm glad uh, Ethan slipped in. Ethan filled in for the second week in a row. Uh, Well, guys, uh, glad to be back. Go ahead and, um, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe. Uh, Let your friends know. Subscribe to the hottest podcast on the planet. There's Um, still time to get in on the ground floor and say you were there first. Yep, do it. Uh, You can uh, subscribe on uh, Twitter, Google Play. Twitter. <laughs> what did I say? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Stitcher. Stitcher. All right. yeah, uh, the Google pink Play. eye has spread to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember uh, things. iTunes uh, as well, or wherever podcasts can be listened to. Also, mm-hmm. subscribe to all the wonderful podcasts on Body Tape International. Uh, guys, we have a lot of news coming right out of the gate. Right. Let's do it. Uh, glad to announce that uh, we'll be um, doing a spot on Sound on Sound Festival this yeah, year. Yeah, that's going to go. be awesome. So uh, if you weren't going to go see the Shins, now you got a podcast you can't miss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the equal level. Yeah. We're the Shins of podcasts. We're go- yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. We are. Mm-hmm. We are it took me that. a night to come up with that. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd like that. Yeah. It's November the twelfth. Uh, we'll be on at four forty-five. That's all I know uh, right yeah, now. PM? Uh, yeah, and then we'll be hosting uh, <laughs> like, Shit's Golden we? at 6 p.m. same day. Yeah. Um, I'll be seeing the shins then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they'll be gone by then. That's a fucking Sunday. You, you, shins aren't a 4 o'clock band. They're a 10 o'clock band. I don't know. I don't know about yeah. any of that. Their, their name is like one of the bigger ones. 
You know, yeah, we're not that's later. true. But that's probably reserved for a Friday or Saturday night, though, right? No, they're on Sunday. Everybody's going to be heading back to California <laughs> Sunday. I don't want to hear the Garden State soundtrack <laughs> live. Let's get out of here. All right. And uh, another big thing, uh, our show Shits Golden was nominated in the Austin Chronicle. Um, for all of our international listen- listeners, that is a free paper <laughs> here in Austin. Yeah. And uh, we're stoked to be nominated. We were nominated along other shows. Uh, inferior shows. Inferior. Well, there's the Moon Tower Comedy. Comedy Festival, which come on, that's a fucking festival. So don't yeah, vote that for that. Count that goes on for one yeah. week a year. Yeah, you know we have twelve shows a year. That's like <laughs> like Alec Baldwin winning an Emmy for doing a bad Donald Trump impression. Yeah, that's well, exactly what that well, is. That's not exactly that. <laughs> yeah, no, does, I nailed that metaphor, dude. No, yeah. you just don't like him doing that impression. So. I just don't think it's award winning. You had to use my thing to suck down something you don't like. You know? I'm gonna say it's a little now bit of column A and column B, but go ahead, go on. Uh, column A for Alec and column <laughs> B for Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, do do me a favor, guys, because uh, nobody thinks we're going to win this thing. There's this other show in town called Punch. It's the most beloved stand-up show yeah. in town. But you know what? Matt Bearden don't need it. He's already yeah. done it all. I know the guy. He told me he doesn't care about it. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's a. Uh, you know, stand-up empire, but blech. <laughs> That's all guys that that Gross. Yeah. Do not associate yourself. Yeah. Um, now... So you could desperately use an award. Yeah, I could desperately... Oh, I'm, I'm fucking sinking right now. <laughs> yeah. My career is not a career right now. Yeah. So I could use it. You know Pat Dean could definitely use oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that guy yeah. could use it more than that anyone. That man is sad. Our podcast did not yeah. get nominated for... Uh, the free paper and you know I attribute that to you not putting the word out I did I told friends to like vote for me oh really I mean, man me too I just don't have very active friends I guess I think I'll uh, work on that this year getting I think they were more so friends. intimidated by the number of votes we got yeah they decided not to give it to I us. I mean, I that thought we sense. were like a shoe in for sure because besides the network where the other podcasts that people are talking about yeah, I know. The people yeah. are talking and, uh, yeah. you know, w- w- that's just not uh, uh, an uncommon thing for us to get snubbed around this motherfucker. Right. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to regret it in like a year. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. History will, they, they will be on the wrong side of history on, for sure. On Whenever we win the best local podcast next year, yeah. let's not even show up. Yeah. Right. Let's go yeah. do something else. Because fuck the Austin Chronicle. Except for Whoa. the show. We would like for Shit's Whoa. Golden, we'd love to win. <laughs> for the podcast, we'll never forget oh, this. Oh, well, good thing you cleared that up then. <laughs> yeah, definitely appreciative. It's a prestigious award when it comes to Shit's Golden. <laughs> but everything else. Yeah, for the podcast, I'll never forget this. Yeah, no, this never was, forget this shit. This, right this here. hurt me. Uh, so as do well. us a favor, go to the Austin Chronicle dot com page and vote for shit's golden for best stand-up show yeah um our friends at do 512 anything you see their name under um and with that being said that's the daily beat let's get on with the show yeah all right so i thought i was gonna get some excitement right there but nothing Uh, i yeah that was it it's our first show together in weeks aj we're we're clearing out the cobwebs. (laughs) so on our show today we had um we had uh zach brooks and he had to cancel because he forgot that he had obligations to uh, a girlfriend situation. That sounds made Things up. Things that nobody here, we, we don't know what that's about. Yeah. So, I don't buy for a second that he has a girlfriend. Uh, I definitely buy it. and uh, I bought it already. Okay. And um, so we, we called in our our, uh, 
our emergency contact whenever a, <laughs> one of one of like three contacts uh, we called yeah. in mike weeby yeah who was waiting in the winds he even picked <laughs> me up because i was too yeah. scared to drive in the rain nice i tried to cancel yeah. today and he was like hey yeah, man you remember that i'll yeah. come pick you up mm-hmm. and i was like nice he has a better car than me i yeah. think there should be a, a chronicle award for the best fucking podcast guest and i should Dude. be on it i should be in there yeah you should definitely be on the short list yeah. for sure Right. That's yeah. what we'll say. That's how we'll intro the show, manana. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish for tomorrow. But okay. like, oh, is that what that means? Yeah. So Mike, you came uh, through on the podcast. First of all, um uh, Riverboat Gamblers opened for the descendants a week ago. You yeah. crushed it. Thank Way you to go. very much. You also lifted my status a lot because I told people that you got me in for free. Yeah. So my I saw social you status. In, I saw you in the pit as uh, well. Constantly talking to different sections of people. <laughs> no, I saw you like rocking out. Did you see in the me pit. in the pit? Yeah, I did. You were like, I'm stage right. And I thought like, oh, maybe I'll can like pull you back but you were in the fucking thick of it should have texted me because i would have gotten out of that pit (laughs) it sounded like you didn't want to be there you kind of got tangled in it be a disgusting sweating mess (laughs) hanging out with the bands you had a a happy grin on your face oh i was uh very high well okay well i didn't didn't consider that (laughs) yeah i should have i did uh it was it was a lot of fun um and in a um, you guys were great. So thanks oh, thank again you. for getting us. If thank you guys you. haven't checked out the Riverboat Gamblers, I have personally got a sample. And uh, I got to say, you guys should check it out if you're in the Austin area or if these guys are on tour or Spotify. Yeah. Right? Yes. There okay. are avenues Please. to go. Yeah. That being said, last time you slipped in uh, to the podcast, we did a whole section on Jackie Chan. Yeah. And then after it, our bozo producer, Ethan, oh boy. lets me know. He pulls me aside and says, "I there's been technical difficulties and I lost the episode. And I was like, how, how could this happen? He's such a techie. He's such an egghead. Right. Uh, but should. I guess nobody's perfect, and we lost that. And that was a hot soda. Yeah. That was yeah, we, I think we, we really broke it down. Did you guys ever see any – did you care about Jackie Chan afterwards? I did. Yeah, I mean, I already liked him, but – Yeah, the preview for his new movie looks kind of Yeah, good. right? It's the yeah, dramatic one. What's it called? Yeah. Um, oh, it's like know. Taken, but his daughter actually gets yeah. taken. I want to say the, be, the Betrayed, but I don't think that's what it's called. Yeah, it's got Pierce Brosnan in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, you, really? Yeah. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan's like a bad guy IRA guy he's oh, featured in the okay. preview pretty heavily yeah. that is who it is yeah. I, I didn't realize that was him he looks so much older was? yeah started with some guy acting that role I didn't right. even think about Pierce and well, he's, Mrs. Doubtfire and, <laughs> and he's speaking with a full he Pierce really Brosnan? is an Irish Mrs. guy uh, oh, is, Pierce is Brosnan it? so that's his oh, like no natural accent uh, that he's actually speaking with yeah. man well that movie looks awesome uh, but yeah I got my Jackie's all chanted up after you were here last time uh, I remember you texted me the next day. Well, I feel sorry for all those Chan heads. <laughs> I do, uh, but um, this time we're here to talk about something else, aren't we? Yeah, we, I someone's. figured we could talk about my probably my favorite movie in the whole world is is Repo Man, and uh, I just actually hosted a couple screenings of it at the Draft House, mm-hmm. and so it's fresh on my brain. And uh, I was kind of wanted to get into that. See, when you told me Repo Man is what you were going to talk about, at first I got real excited. He does the wrestler. I thought it was the 1990s wrestler, the Repo Man, whose gimmick was that he would repossess cars. (laughs) 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 And you would say, how does that have anything to do with wrestling? But if you go look at him up on YouTube, I mean, we'll get to your Repo Man soon (laughs) enough. But let me, 
for those of you who thought am, that this episode was going to be about Repo Man yeah. the Wrestler, uh, his old uh, videos, I remember his promos would just be a camera following him around outside, and he was dressed like he had a mask over his eyes, Yeah, and he was like, I'm the Repo Man, I'm about to rep- repo this fucking car, and he would just take a car, and then it would cut to him coming to the ring, and then just beating up a guy, and it has nothing to do like, I don't even think he had any moves that Wasn't had to do he with Repo. Wasn't he, like, fairly, like, slight and dumpy for a wrestler? Like, yeah, he, he just seemed, like, like tall... physically not that intimidating. I mean, yeah, I do and... like the idea of this, uh, of a wrestler towing other wrestlers' cars, yeah. and that's the story, is, like, that's how they get their cars back. I have to look like, into it, but I don't even think there was ever a storyline where he towed a wrestler's car. That's, that's what, like, it seems move. like it's all, it's all there for well, the writing. Yeah. There was a time in wrestling like they gave where you everything. the gimmicks were just jobs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I remember there was a guy that was a dumpster guy, mm-hmm. Duke the Dumpster Drosy, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt that I've brought him up on this podcast before. <laughs> well, Probably. He, he was a, a dumpster? Or no, he, he was like, a, dumpster a dumpster man. He was a dumpster man. <laughs> what is a dumpster man? man? Uh, is, that, <laughs> is that what you call a trash man? <laughs> okay, trash man. <laughs> He's a dumpster man. No, he, he was a trash man, but uh, his name was Duke the Dumpster Drosy. Oh, okay. I guess they could have named him Tim the Trash Man Drosy. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. something. But uh, okay, so it's unfortunately not about that. Yeah, it's about I, a movie. I apologize to every. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, this this movie has a pretty big following. So yeah. tell me about it. Um, well, it came out in 1984, and uh, this is British director named. Already Alex. off to a bad start because you know I don't watch old shit. But yeah, yeah, all right, I'll yeah. let you keep going. <laughs> Still within our <laughs> lifetimes. Yeah, but, you were alive uh, when it came yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> AJ, you double teaming on it. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but it came out in '84. Uh, it's uh, this British director guy named Alex Cox who he also later directed the movie Sid and Nancy about Sid Vicious and uh, Nancy Spungen from mm-hmm. the Sex Pistols and their kind of biopic of that but um, uh, this movie uh, came out in 84 I've said that four times already but mm-hmm. um, but it really nails uh even though it's not about punk rock, it nails like kind of that first wave of L.A. punk rock. And it's the most L.A. movie you've ever seen. It's just everything's shot on location. There's no there's no like sets. They had a real small budget behind it. And uh, the, the lead character is played by Emilio Estevez, who is not punk rock. Can I, can I just say a quick thing about that um, L.A. thing? Yeah. Was when I, when I watched it, and this was a couple months ago. I'd never seen it before. It was recommended to me by a lot of people. Um, so I watched it. And in the beginning, during the credits, they have these close-ins on the map of New Mexico. Yeah, And yeah. there's even, like, cars that have New Mexico license plates. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's it's going to be a cool scenery. Yeah. Um, but I was a little disappointed that <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. There's one scene in set in New Mexico around yeah. Los Alamos, and then it immediately goes right. to, like... You don't and it's all, it like, downtown L.A., like, the really mm-hmm. shitty, grimy part of L.A., mm-hmm. which is kind of the part of L.A. that I fucking love. Um and uh but is you know the punk scene was kind of blowing up there and all the the soundtrack is it's not entirely punk music but like it's mostly punk bands and they're all LA based punk bands um uh Iggy Pop uh who's originally from Detroit but was in LA at that time mm. he's band, in the movie uh no he just has the, the theme the theme <laughs> yeah, to the song oh okay but the um, is this, close uh, enough. this really cool uh <laughs> band called the plugs oh hell yeah the, um they do they have a couple songs in it and they also did the score for it and the plugs are kind of this uh it sounds like AJ knows them but uh mm-hmm. they were this Kind yeah, the of, butt plugs. Oh, <laughs> sorry, we're not talking about them. <laughs> uh, they were kind of like a Tejano. They had like little bits of Tejano and like uh, sounds within the punk stuff, and it's it's there's such a fucking great band. Yeah, go check um, those guys out. 
Yeah, so good. But like all the, you know, there's like circle jerks and circle jerks actually end up in the movie at one point playing like a lounge act. Um, But anyway, the movie's about, so it's uh, Emilio Estevez and he's this punk rocker, but as he's got a bunch of shitty punk friends and his life kind of falls apart immediately. And he kind of randomly runs into Harry Dean Stanton, who just passed Mm -hmm. away, who's also probably the greatest fucking uh, character actor of of our time. Um, Mm -hmm. He's been in, he's been in hundreds of movies, like from... Cool Hand Luke. He was on that show Big Love. He's I wonder been what in, his face looks like. It looks. I don't even know who that is. He looks. You his, would know him if you saw. He him. looks like uh, the Crypt Keeper. Uh, and he always form. has. And he always has. He's <laughs> always looked like an old. Was he on a show man. called Tales for the Crypt? He was. He was <laughs> from the Crypt. He's not Tales re- for the Crypt. <laughs> a lot. A lot of. A lot of puns around uh, death. He would do. Yeah. No, but he's. A, he's. You'll recognize. Yeah, he was when you uh, see him. Paris, Texas. Paris, Texas was most famous role. Those two movies both came out the same year, yeah. and before then he'd been in a million small roles and stuff. And those were his two first time he had like leading roles in two yeah. movies, and that's what really kind of jumped him off. And yeah, I think. I think um, Paris, Texas is an interesting film that shows that cinematography can also be boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that you should check it out if that is your deal. It's of, it's a, Paris, Texas is somewhat acquired. Oh, I do have this guy's face. Yeah. I just don't know what movie. Oh, yeah. What movie is this? I know no one could see it, but. Aliens. All right. That's Aliens. way younger. Yeah, He's one of the guys guy. that gets yeah. killed. He's trying to find the cat when the alien kills him. Fucking spoiler. Uh, well, I mean, if you haven't seen it it's old, yet, yeah, it probably. Well, came if out. someone was going to watch it tomorrow and they were listening to the podcast right now, <laughs> it would be quite a coincidence. <laughs> Good, <laughs> quite popular movie. Quite then, a then popular you get, podcast. <laughs> you get an apology. Yeah. You alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just went on Facebook and like the Harry D. Staten fan club. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fucking best. Already, already. <laughs> he he actually put out a record before he lived to be like ninety. I think he was like ninety-one or two. And acted. He still was, got movies that are coming out. Man too, he's the he is the repo man who oh, I just take, thought he, he takes, was like the director he takes uh, he takes uh, Emilio Estevez under his wing yeah. and the two it's the movie is the two of them and he uh, driving around and he's kind of giving his philosophies on life all the while there's this car that has uh something aliens or you don't they don't ever even it's like aliens or some type of power that's killing people and if you open up the trunk it like vaporizes you and all these people want to want to get the car and the movie it's this kind of amazing piece of there's it's comedy it's a little bit of an action it's a love letter to the shitty parts of la in the 80s it's a love letter to punk rock the the writing and comedy is so on point there's callbacks all the way through there's just these interesting characters that kind of have these weirdo monologues and it's just super fun it's like the most fun you'll have and every every small role like every there's people that have like one or two lines and it's it's they're the most immaculately cast of any like nobody's really you know now i feel like when the movie's cast is like everybody's like really where it's like oh she's this really poor girl who's right. who doesn't have any money is played by jennifer lawrence and they're just like right. fucking gorgeous or whatever mm-hmm. or some like hunky but everybody in this movie is like kind of ugly and just yeah, kinda no, like like I don't, <laughs> in in the best possible way i got way. enough of that in my real life <laughs> well, well they look like people <laughs> they look like people yeah and um we didn't counter and uh, in real life and so so yeah it's this kind of just sprawling tale but the best thing about it was when um when uh when it came out uh it did it like did okay but it was kind of one of those movies that you would find on on a video shelf somewhere in like the cult classic section yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever and that i probably that's exactly where i found it yeah yeah and i i when i found it i was probably in the like 10th or 11th grade and it really like 
set me on a path of like so many cool things that I'm into now. Like so this movie actually rock. steered you very much, very much kind of. I mean, that was a crazy thing of we talking about playing that Descendants show. Uh, there's not a Descendants song in there, but I definitely found out about the Descendants through the Circle Jerks, who I found out through Repo Man. Oh, okay. and and at, actually at that show, I because I, I hosted uh, hosted the movie the night before, actually had like a long conversation with Milo about Repo Man and like, did you remember what it was like? He's like, yeah, we're bummed. We we wanted to be on the soundtrack and we heard that the Circle Jerks and we're just like this crazy small yeah. world yeah, that it kind of, awesome. this movie kind of keeps like, I don't know, just popping up in my life is this new, uh, I don't know, inspiration of sorts. Man, that's all, it doesn't ruin it that Emilio Estevez is in it, huh? That is so, a crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty awesome in it. He's, you know, he kind of captures a little bit of that shitty attitude that he had there, the snarky bad Was guy. Was he kind of like a punker dude in it? He is a punk. He's like, yeah, he plays a punk rocker. And they actually, really? like, like, he never, like, overtly dresses like a punk in that kind movie. of a poster. You know, well, well, that's the thing. As a lot of people <laughs> think that, like, uh, in 84, that punk was all, like, mohawks and stuff like that. And they're they really, they, actually, a lot of, especially, like, <laughs> Southern <laughs> California. They were. They were. In <laughs> no. fingerless gloves and leather jackets and spitting and boogers. Every time, every time you pens. see, like, a punk in, like, an 80s movie, it's always, like, they get it pretty right, where it's, like, uh, it's a sleeveless vest and maybe like a mohawk, but then they'll do something dumb like, and he's wearing a scuba tank for no reason. Yeah. That's, that's a gang member. <laughs> that's a gang member in the 80s. Did you ever see that uh, movie Class of 1984? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Those, those dudes were punk. Yeah, it's very, very <laughs> punk. They, yeah. yeah, they have like knives <laughs> growing yeah, out of just, them or something. And leave it to AJ to know these movies. I watch a lot but of movies. He watches a lot of old shit too. Yeah. Like uh, you still do sometimes, right? I do. Yeah, I'll go back. I'll, I'll see what the other generations... Uh, thought were good and aren't. Do you think that Repo Man still holds up to his day? Like, if you showed it to a teenager today, uh, do you think they'd uh, be like, fuck yeah? I think... Or do you think... Uh, I don't I don't know what teenagers are into today. It might be a little me too... Either. I don't think it might make thing. them nostalgic for a time they never lived in. Yeah, a teenager so. might be uh, a bad example. I just mean anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think so. I mean, anyone. You think it is, anyone who has like, a teen like today that has seen... It is... It you is, know, it is like, very... <laughs> it is very low budget. And there's... The, sometimes the limitations of that might throw people where you can just tell like, yeah, they really didn't yeah. have a lot of money to, to shoot this kind of stuff. But I think like the writing is so strong and it's such an oddball weird movie like the third act just gets fucking nuts like it just goes mm. completely insane yeah I have to say I think that's kind of where I got off Are we talking yeah. it's like as, it I, got I off. jumped off well I, 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 and I was, yeah, you yeah. jacked yeah. off to this film well only because I got bored with it at so the third act oh. <laughs> had to do something else with my time that Man. I, I, it's a film I that it never gonna watch this movie rewards now. Ruined it, for it rewards on repeat viewings okay. I might add too <laughs> I, I recommend watching it again in six months because uh, there's so many is little this movie boner good as uh, the the side character from Growing Pains? <laughs> no, like the side character from your entire life, your boner. Like, will you get a boner watching this film? I I I'm not sexually attracted to. There's a there's a there's is one. There's some love scenes. There's a pretty lady. Yeah, there is one. There's a they. I come they love fuck scenes. in a car. Yeah, <laughs> they fuck in a car in fast motion. So there's one. Oh, really? There's one love scene where Emilio Estevez. And there's but one you don't, where you don't get to Emilio. see a lot. You know, he he had sex with a girl in that movie, The Chase. In a car while they were driving and running from the driving away from the cops. You remember that? Oh, it was Christie Swanson. Did I dream that? Do you remember no, that? <laughs> that and uh, Henry Rollins, I think, was in that movie. Yeah, and, and so it was Flea, Flea and, 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 and Kiedis. Yeah, Kiedis Anthony. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah. There was that scene where they're just like they fell in love, 
Uh, and he just has a gun to her head the whole time. Yeah. But then Emilio Estevez. Sure that wasn't Charlie Sheen? Sure no. that wasn't his brother? You know what? It was Charlie Sheen. Yeah. The brother brothers. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, cool. the car yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so, and is there gore in this movie besides the sex scenes? Uh, is there gore? There's a bit of comical gore in yeah. it. Well, there's people a, just kind of turn into ashes. Yeah. There's, as bad as there's it a gets. couple people that get shot. How yeah. would you feel? Because clearly, you're a diehard fan of this movie. It made a life impact. It did. Uh, it really moved you in a certain direction. Um, how would you feel whenever they make like the remake? Oh my god! I don't think You'd be they. Like, Fuck no! I would be pretty bummed. I don't think that they would do a good job. I'm not a big watch fan it? of 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 remakes. I mean, maybe if uh, Alex Cox was involved, but he's he's kind of gone completely insane. Like that director, they, they, films, they did make a sequel. Yeah, but he like put it on YouTube and he like filmed okay. it with like Hot Wheels cars. Well, the Repo Men was doesn't have yeah. anything to do with this. The Jude no, Law there was movie. like Repo Woman, I think. And they did that like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Not too, not too far back. I don't think it's... I haven't did heard a movie called Repo about. Woman? Yeah. Sorry, I zoomed in and out. Like, it was a sequel? Uh-huh. <laughs> I meant out and but in. But I think he just put it on... Uh, but and the, now it's out again. Kind of... <laughs> It uh, was actually produced by one of the monkeys, which is... Which one? Uh, Michael Nesmith, whose mom okay. created White Out. He, he's the, what? He's the guy White with out? the hat. Is that a punk zine or something? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. Oh, White you mean out just White Out? Just White Out. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, I he's thought he was just monkey white rich. <laughs> yeah. He's White Out rich, too? He's white Out rich and yeah, monkey Fuck rich. that guy. I know. It's well, he almost he let his kid do. die because his religion doesn't believe in medicine. The guy from the monkeys? Yeah. Christian scientist. I don't remember what it was called. Wow. I just watched that. I watched about it on that movie that they made about the God. monkeys. What are uh, what are what, are there other bands that are in there besides the Circle Jerks? Uh, <laughs> the the um one of the lead characters uh, well, it was like a side character, it's not really lead character. It's a guy that plays Circle uh, Jerk Mike. Circle, I would kill to be, have been in that movie. Um, <laughs> the uh, Milo Estevez's friend, who's more of his like frenemy, who pops up later, is this guy named Xander Schloss. And Xander later... That's the character's name? Uh, that's the actor's name, is oh, Xander okay. Schloss. The character's mm-hmm. name is Kevin. Uh, the nerd guy with the big glasses. Okay. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. But he uh, he later joined the Circle Jerks, even though the Circle Jerks are in it. He wasn't in, in that band yet. But then after that, he became Joe Strummer from The Clash's main like uh, musician for all Joe, Joe Strummer's Like in the Mescaleros? Stuff. Yeah, totally. Okay. And he's just like brilliant, brilliant musician now. And he also tours around under a group called... Uh, Xander and Sean and they play like the sad it's these gorgeous acoustic oh, so he's songs. a legit musician really legit musician okay and uh, and, and ex-junkie and has lived yeah. like the hardest fucking life uh, but the, but the songs Made, it's that the thing too like I think that's why uh I can't write good songs. I've had it too easy. You're for too, too good long. of a guy. I need to too start doing some guy. smack. Remember, maybe uh, at the show you uh, you sent him Harry D. Stan like a big shout out on stage. Yeah, I was really bummed when he died. He's like the best fucking actor. That crowd was huge too. Like after you said that, did you notice how quiet it got? <laughs> no, yeah, they did not seem to. <laughs> it was like, who's that? I yeah. was like, I don't know who About, that is either. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was he used to be in the Riverboat Gamblers. Is <laughs> yeah, what yeah. I thought. Somebody. Yeah, I was like, I think he was in the Gamblers. That's good. <laughs> that was that like was a dead. weird uh, I, I think that may have made a misstep on that stage banter that's 
when I threw section. a beer at the stage. If you were wondering where that came from, <laughs> did you really? No, no, no. Don't uh, mention things I, I don't know. I was standing by the guy who threw the beer at you guys, but they were throwing beers at the Descendants too. It was like a, I guess that punk thing of yeah. just like we're crazy and we're throwing yeah. beers and it's like embraced. But I bet if one of those beers hit one of the band members, shit would have gone south real fast. Man, I I got hit with a full beer uh, one time and uh, where at at the parish. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's, that's usually a, a subdued spot. crowd. When it was I'm, when this, I'm there. and we were we were playing with a bunch of like crustier kind oh, of punk okay. bands, and it was some dudes in the back that uh, I think didn't like us because we we're too not crusty enough. And yeah. I just walked directly. Where are your stage. flakes, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are stage, wearing clean clothes. <laughs> and the guy, I saw the guy just beat I saw the guy that did it and I just jumped off stage and ran and he was making a beeline back to the bar and um, I went and I grabbed him his shoulder and I probably would have I probably wouldn't even have done anything but when I turned around he was smiling because I could tell he was walking to his I saw the looks on his friend's face Mm -hmm. and they were all like they were like oh boy the guy's got him and I turned around the dude was smiling and I just fucking clocked him oh just, really yeah man, i wish it was at that show <laughs> oh man it sounded like there's no fisticuffs at the last one <laughs> yeah i know where's the fighting yeah these guys are just performing i'm not saying i i'm not i'm not saying that i really i probably heard him he probably didn't didn't bother him at all but man the guy uh you might recognize him i'm publicly snitching right now mm. uh but he is this punker dude in austin who's bald and older and he's a tattoo of just like a line growing across. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know who that is? Yeah, I totally do know. That's the guy who launched it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, whatever, it, yeah. I was looking at him and so were the people and he was just like dancing like he didn't launch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So he he's a fan of the band. We'd always see him and he'd come up and we'd go like, oh, Line Face is here. <laughs> <laughs> line Face is the perfect nickname for that guy. <laughs> hey, Line Face. What an odd, what is, it is an odd choice. Like, I just want to... Just want one horizontal line right across oh, the bridge of my man. nose. Just wanted face? to drop kick that guy in the <laughs> yeah. chest before he even threw the beer. I think I think he. <laughs> I, I I mean I might be wrong, but I think he was doing it in a, like a I'm a positive punk kind yeah, of way. He totally was because I mean, he was if like it wasn't, if it's like not a, full, then I don't feel like anyone's trying right, to hurt no, me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did that. say "fuck these guys." After he yeah, yeah. It sounded like the guy who hit you with a full beer realized his mistake and went to the bar to like get a beer he could drink. No, yeah. like that was full. I no, should have waited. He was there was the empty. whole time. He was having a blast and dancing. I, I remember I was like, I was the old man who was like in the pit, but like I hadn't seen a pit in like a a long yeah. time. Like I, I didn't know they still happened. No, I saw you in there. <laughs> I, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to join him in there. I'm too yeah. tired. Well, there was like it was like that big circle in the group, and I was like on the rim of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was close to the stage and I was like trying to take a photo with my phone like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody just knocked me on my ass and like an, like an old white lady and her husband like caught me by force. They had to catch me because I was yeah. falling on them. <laughs> if your brothers fall down the pit, help them up. Oh man, there's plenty the right of that. Thing to do. I just wanted to deck. I just wanted to slap everybody, especially line face. I mean, is, uh, is there an age where it's too old to be in the pit? Is that yeah. the thing? Yeah, I thought I shattered my ankle and my ribs whenever <laughs> I got pushed. But I definitely have decided that I'm too old to be in any right. kind of pits. That's a young man's game. See, a I, I, I wear a nice little dress shirt 
and I wore some nice dress shorts. You look good. I wore my nice little sneakers, <laughs> and I was just like, I'm just going to watch and enjoy this music, because mm-hmm. I like all their shit, so I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to watch it from yeah, afar. they can do and, no wrong. Well, their songs are so uh, infectious to me that I just slowly started getting sucked deeper and deeper <laughs> into the pit and singing along, mm-hmm. and I got what was coming. I was just soaking wet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what I was going to say about uh, Line Face <laughs> earlier. Line Face, yeah. <laughs> that guy looks like he has seen Repo Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He maybe was in it. He may yeah, have, he I mean, that guy definitely it. looks like it. When I think of what yeah. you describe Repo Man, I can see that guy yeah. also getting off to it like AJ. <laughs> no. I, I, have you guys been to LA much at all? So much. Uh, I've driven through it a couple times. I've been times. there like uh, three or four times. Did I mean, I grew up like not only not Repo brag. Man, but also just watching like a lot of TV. So I have this weird feeling of comfort whenever i'm in la because everything like everywhere you look reminds me of some exterior to a tv show mm-hmm. and i like i always say like yeah my i had a mom and dad but really the tv was the one who raised me oh, most yeah. of the time so i have this weird sense of comfort and like repo man doubles down on that because it's just like all there's so many shots that are in a million other you know tv shows and stuff because it's all like just downtown la but that it feels so just com- burns in your head just totally just burned in my head I, just, yeah. I love that so i love so that so like much. uh because i was listening when you were describing the movie but I'm gonna, correct me if i'm wrong okay so repo man is harry d stanton mm-hmm and then he takes Emilio Estevez under his, his wing. wing. And they, they run around repossessing cars. So you, does he repossess cars that are supposed to get repossessed? Like, is he employed by yeah, someone? Yeah, they're, they're employed by a, by a repo company. There's okay. a whole bunch of shit But he's calls. also murdering people. No, nobody's getting murdered. Oh, okay. There's a, there's a group. They're, they're repoing cars, and uh, everybody's kind of an oddball, shitty person that works at this repossessing company, and there's a lot of like, them hanging out, have conversations. All the while, there's this car that has either an alien or a magical quality about it that's going around that's like... Well, that car right there is not the car they're using to get their No, repo not at all. Oh, they're they're try- using a repo truck. They're, they're trying- like no, there's no trucks. They're breaking into cars. They're like breaking in. Oh, and, and stealing, stealing them? Yeah, and stealing them. And it's yeah. all legal. Yeah, but it's all legal, legit, yeah. Because they're... But you can still get shot. Isn't there also like, like a plot about like money that they find or something? No, there's just a funny shot where they stole yeah, a car. blank they, they, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with uh, the kid from... What was that kid from? Repo Man, I think. No, there's a scene where they've stolen in a car and they're just ran there's a bunch of gifts in the car okay, and they're randomly right. throwing yeah. them out the window one of the they, without looking at yeah. what's in them one of them they throw out is just a wad of money yeah, what? why are they th- doing that are they just they, crazy they just don't give yeah, a fuck yeah oh so they're having fun at their job they're having fun at their job Even their drink like, there's a lot of there's a there's like a shot where it's you know it's 55 year old uh Harry Dean Stanton and Emilio Estevez. He's like, that's why every good repo man I know does speed. And the next shot, they're just doing lines inside this like old El Dorado. Okay. And I like this. Yeah, so, exactly. So like uh, the car, did they repo it and it's just in their junkyard or something? And the that, movie and is about them trying to get it. And, oh, they're and, trying to get that car. And there's, there's payments. A, they're behind on payments. There's <laughs> a, there's a rival group of repo guys called the Rodriguez brothers that mm-hmm. they're constantly fighting. They're just with. a family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all they're trying to, and it's just a big comedy of uh, misadventure of trying so to get. This are the Rodriguez car. brothers like also Repo Men? They're Repo Men as well, and so they're like the competition. They're the competition, and then everybody knows about this magical car. Yeah, because it just goes out to like because it self drives. 
Yeah, because like the governments are so after the governments it too. after it. Yeah. Okay, so Cause everybody because they, so they know the it's no properties. secret that this car is a thing of magic. No, they they don't. Nobody knows that it's magic. So everybody just, assumes somebody's driving yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, uh, so it's killing people that are trying to repo it? If you open the trunk, a bright light appears. <laughs> it just burns really? you to ashes. I'm realizing yeah. as I talk I'm, about this, it's, it's much better viewed than explained. Oh, no, it sounds awesome. There's now a lot that I'm going trying. on in this film, for sure. <laughs> What's so, that? There's a lot going on in this yeah. film. So and it, it's also like a post apocalyptic future in the 80s oh, okay. that it kind of takes place in. And it's kind of a weird, shut, like yeah. underneath all of it, there's a little bit of a statement on. And wait, like this is buried way under all this fun and wackiness. It's a statement on like consumerism. Like every time you see anyone drinking a beer, it's just this white can that says beer you on see, it. I oh. wish cans actually. I did too because they like kind of look better. It, it, I, yeah, any can is just you like a white a, can. Was like a bunch of Austin breweries out here. I'm sure they got your fix. Just a can it's that like says a beer. silver can. I've yeah. seen those before. No, I mean I do. I do like the bold lettering. I know and, you mean like just like for every beer. Right. Well, no, I mean, like you would want to get specific if it was like a wit or like a or an IPA. Yeah. It would, I would want that information on it too. But yeah, just uh, it's like. Beer. Uh, well, I kind of hate when. Am I, I wrong? Did they not have IPAs in the eighties? No, oh, those have always I been didn't around. Mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, not as. <laughs> I thought there was just Budweiser and Bud Light. <laughs> Me too. And Coors. I mean, yeah. I imagine Coors, in Austin, Coors it was Light. always like a big deal to yeah. get like craft beers. It just seemed like at one point, like flat tire and beers like that just started being yeah. i mean obviously it was a long time ago but when i see uh, beer cans with cool artwork <laughs> I, I hate when I'm, I'm disappointed when i open it it tastes like piss <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is disappointing yeah. i just ruined this art yeah i, mean, I, I kind of <laughs> hate um how into like good labels that i am like that it'll guide me to buying it when I'm not even like really thinking about the product all that much, but I think we want at the sober. bar at the bar I work at we 100% sell most of the beer on tap based on what the tap looks like. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, there's a pole. That's a big old polar bear. I'll get <laughs> that rad. one. Oh, really? oh this is yeah. whale jumping out. Like, yeah. man, I, that's how I, I'll get I, the whale. Well, I'm at a bar and I don't know the beers and it's like that. That's kind of what I do. I just yeah. don't say it loud. Yeah. I just read the label and act like I've been there before, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, what's that one that looks like a, like a hobbit's arm? I'll do that. <sighs> Let me get a flat tire. <laughs> just pump it up a little this time. <laughs> just say shit like that. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back on Repo Man, I was going to say, so the people getting murdered are the people trying to <laughs> repossess it. Now, does this car uh, have feelings, or does it ever warm up <laughs> to any of these punk rockers, or does it ever... No, it's, it's not just, sentient. Is there any no, lady like that gives it like a King technology. Kong type thing, where it's like, whoa, this car does know who this person is, it won't kill them? Well, I don't want to spoil the ending, but there is a... There is a I mean, you already spoiled Alien, you might I mean, as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean... I don't know if anybody would give a shit. If I, I feel like there's a chance I might watch it if it's free no, not, and I'm tired and I can't move and I'm on the couch and it started. Uh, is it on Hulu or Netflix or? Uh, it's not on Netflix. It might be on Hulu. Who's carrying? It's not. Um, yeah, who's carrying Criterion's um, now? I think Criterion has their own streaming oh, service. Oh, it's part now. of the yeah. Criterion collection. Yeah. It is now. Which also, just what is uh, Chris, Criterion? Hate, okay, collection? I was about to say. I think it's a series of movies that, uh, that you won't like. What? Sure. Why is that? Uh, I just. I just <laughs> is it because I used to look at it on uh, Hulu and go, "What's the Criterion?" <laughs> uh, criterion, <laughs> you kind of have to invest some time in. You can't just. Yeah. They're slow burns. They're it's very like, slow yeah, burns. A lot of them. Mm. Actually, like. I, I I mean I like watching slow burn movies and some of these are just 
just so boring. Yeah, they're not yeah. all good. No. Yeah. There's not, they're, you're not doing anything wrong yeah. by have, being, yeah, having absolutely. an aversion yeah, to it's Criterion. Yeah, that I'm not smart enough to watch no, the Criterion No, it's not your jam. Not That's all. It's just not your I mean, jam. Yeah. A, like, <laughs> they, they just... You don't know what my fucking jam is, AJ. It, I do, I do. <laughs> they put out... Um, there's They do put out some like kind of popular stuff that's not as obscure. They do like the Royal Tenenbaums. I like Royal Tenenbaums. There you go. And... The, the Rock has a They did the rock, uh, the rock The Rock with Nicolas Cage Yeah And Sean Connery uh-huh. I love that movie It's <laughs> the only one Trying You're gonna to get like out of Alcatraz I love it <laughs> But they also do stuff Like I wouldn't be surprised If Paris Texas is it on there It has one too Yeah Like to me the like The that? Criterion version Is just like Good cinematography And that's the only thing They take into account Yeah Like you won't find Any comedies And very light on the horror Sir, yeah. Is the Criterion collection Just like a known collection Of films They're just or? sad bastard movies Essentially Yeah, for the, yeah. yeah. Okay. Movies that Movies that Bill, a sad Bill Murray should be in if he's yeah. not already oh. in for the most part. Is Lost in Translation in the Criterion Collection? Yeah. I think. No, I don't no. think they have one. Couple it, it, may, it's, it is confusing that it's not. It would yeah. be, make a lot of sense if it well, was. Well, like, uh, uh, Wes Anderson has it in his contract that no matter the quality of his film, it's always going to get a Criterion version. So, oh, yeah. it's not like there's a committee, like, watching every movie and saying, like, this deserves historical something um and it's just they already figured that out and yeah just gonna give it to popular people well put well yeah. put yeah uh, <laughs> so i thought crazy um that repo man was gonna uh, more of an upbeat funny movie what happened it is that? that no it's funny <laughs> it, it it's is also good. slow yeah. and boring at the same time no it's one of those rare criterion <laughs> films that isn't okay yeah is there nudity in the film? I know. Sorry, I know I've explained talking, all this no, stuff. I'm, I'm, we I'm, talked I'm, about. <laughs> so, is there nudity? I I, I, sadly, there is not a lot of uh, nudity. But there are the love movie. scenes. Well, there's a. I would say a, a quick sex scene. Is there a lot of uh, cursing? Afar. So, what lots you, of cursing. What are your favorite curse word parts in that? Uh, one of my favorite favorite lines of the whole movie <laughs> is uh, Harry Dean Stanton me. is just angrily <laughs> proclaiming things about you know about what he wants in his car and he's and he just he goes and i don't allow any fucking commies in my car and then this big cop pause and then and no fucking christians which was <laughs> and to see that like see somebody like talk shit about christians in like the 80s mm-hmm. was like i was like i've never this is crazy this is awesome <laughs> man that guy harry d stan was he in like Home Alone ever or like uh, <laughs> no. one of the Casper movies? Who, who do you or? think that he was in Home Alone? No, I know who he is. I'm just trying to remember. I saw him in a movie playing like an older dude who okay. was just kind of in like a robe. Like he was just asleep the whole movie. And okay. He was just kind of like a bummy neighbor. See, the thing uh, is like I can imagine him being that in like a thousand yeah. movies. So Seen Big Daddy? <laughs> just he was in the, there was a, have you seen the David Lynch movie? Why am I even asking this? The straight story? You know, believe it or not, I have. Have you really? I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you ask? (laughs) He's he's in the final scene. He is a... a Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that scene. Oh, man. That was actually my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah. And mine. It was so good. That's right. He was. Don't you ever assume what I have and haven't seen, Mike. <laughs> Full surprises. Uh, it's straight Story is a very in, slow movie. It, it, it came out in like 96, mm. we talking? Repo Man? No. Uh, straight uh, Story? Straight Story. Maybe 99. Okay. 
around there. Yeah. That's the year Woodstock, the last Woodstock happened <laughs> in 1999. Like going on that year. Fred Dilst yeah. uh, completely ruined it for everyone. Yeah, he did uh, He did at that. So um, when he, he passed away recently, Harry D. Stanton. Yeah, he, uh, last week. Uh, you took it hard, out. obviously, man. I was you, really... Is that um, one of your... That's got to be like one of your top celebs. He's one of my, one of my guys. I actually... Um, I, I, I didn't get to meet him, but I walked by him once. And it was in L.A. And I like walked by him, which was fucking Harry Dean Stanton in L.A. That would have been mm. kind of been a dream come true. And it was just this old guy with a giant beard. And he's fucking holding a beer, walking down the just walking down the road. It's a cool and, guy uh, thing to do. And and then my buddy was like, that's crazy. That was Harry Dean Stanton. And I like looked back. I was like, oh, my God. And uh, I'm glad I didn't mean because he's notoriously kind of... Uh, angry cantankerous grumpy yeah and very closed off like but he like partied i like, I like that that's partied, how I am. he partied <laughs> hard like well into his 90s like smoking never stopped smoking cigarettes never stopped drinking never stopped doing coke never stopped skateboarding never he's maybe he was never stopped rollerblading uh <laughs> Never stopped razor scootering. You'd, no see, him at the, for you'd teacher. see him at the park. He'd Still just be doing windmills under. Yeah. He's doing loop de loops with Tony Hawk at the skate park. <laughs> he was Banksy the whole time. The whole fucking time. Have you seen a Banksy since? No. And you didn't say nothing, huh? And I didn't, but I'm really glad. I think it's kind of one of those things like he's so legendary in my in my brain that I don't think it would. I think it would have been like, hey man, I'm a big fan. He would have been like, <laughs> did you ever see that Daniel Johnston documentary where that band said they found him because? he was being attacked by dogs and oh yeah I did see that yeah. that's kind of that's so like, random yeah if you go back in time would you go back to that moment and go hey man you're gonna die in 2017 um I, I think you probably would have just whatever I think I, he wouldn't even have balked at that he um, probably just decided to he he may have he, there was a how did he, was, he pass away he was the dad in Pretty in Pink and uh, oh, and he earned a lot of acclaim. Can't put a face on it, but I do remember watching um, it when I was a kid. But there was a recent was, uh, a interview a while back, and and uh, someone asked him. They're like, you know, this is one of the was well, probably one of his five things that he's most famous for roles that he's like most famous for, and and that role in particular because it had such a wide like. You know, that's a movie that very mainstream. That and he played a real likable, nice guy dad. And oh, so he, he was wasn't a good, edgy oh, in it, pretty you know, in pink. and pretty in pink. And somebody asked him a few years ago. They were like, uh, "What do you think happened after the movie in Pretty Point? What What do you think your character went on to do? And how did his relationship with Molly Ringwald, his daughter, go after the movie?" And he was, his response was just. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I thought that was so amazing. I was doing it for the cheddar, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You're bothering me with this shit. He, did, uh, he, he put out an album about five or six years ago. And what kind just, of music are his, his albums? Are they the punk? It's no, not at all. It's are all acoustic. Word? It's all just acoustic. Mm. And he has this. He used to do a lot more singing in the movie Cool Hand Luke. He plays one of the. Uh, have you seen Cool Hand Luke? Yeah, <laughs> loved it. I thought you might actually have seen that. Like it's no, kind of a classic, I know, classic I know. Movie. Uh, they have the what we got. Is yeah, that, yeah. I only know that from, from Guns, Guns N' Roses. Roses. Yeah, 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 but I don't do it. I, but I saw that the I, Guns N' Roses clued me into that. As well. Well, I can't lie. Yeah. I, can't, I can't. I can't say that. That's I, what clued you into. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, what is this? And found out it was Cool Hand Luke and watched Cool Hand Luke because it was at the beginning of Civil War. That was a thing Civil that my War. dad used to say a lot. 
What? Well, we got here. Yeah. AJ yeah. is a failure to communicate. Yeah, because I didn't clean my room or something. Move like, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are 30. <laughs> AJ, you get a night in the box. Yeah, yeah. Get cop playing grab ass, get a night in the box. Yeah. AJ, all your goddamn DVDs are everywhere. <laughs> Um, there was that, but he he sings in that movie. But he 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 actually uh, had a in the movie Paris, Texas that we talked about. His other starring role that came out in '84 that kind of launched him like uh, did more than just a ra- random character actor. He sings his Spanish uh, song and it actually like charted and stuff like that. So on this record that he did when he was '80s, it's just him and some other studio musicians, and they just taped them doing songs for like an hour and they, they kept all the talking between songs and him just kind of, he kind of just has this kind of old guy voice and it's real salty and not, you know, it's not Tom Waitsy, but it's this real kind of hard but also fragile voice and it's just a fucking great record. Awesome. Well, if AJ forces me, I'll check it out. Okay. I don't see it happening. Oh, so. yeah. you're either. not really feeling that, huh? Yeah. Whew, right <laughs> in his face. Yeah. I'll check it out. And I probably Maybe. never will. I'll play it on the way home. Hey, you know, people think I'm lying to their faces when I'm saying I'm going <laughs> to check shit out. But if you send me a link, I'll click that nah, fucker. Will you? Mike? I mean, Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it depends if I'm listening to Deja Intendu or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only if the, okay. Okay. So uh, we are coming up on that time. Uh, before we go, though, we still have a little wiggle room. Anything else you want to <laughs> say about Repo Man that you didn't quite get out or... Uh, Anything about that? The whole round. Uh, I think I think I've stumbled my way through it. I, I, other than other than I, I think everyone should watch. It's, it's it's almost hard to to put into words to describe the plot. Um, but I think for any cinephile and anybody who likes uh, punk rock, it's it's a really a really good touchstone on both of those things yeah it's like it's like we we're talking about earlier it's one of those let them have the last word what the hell <laughs> go ahead nah never mind oh <laughs> shut up go ahead i was just <laughs> uh it's like like we we're talking about earlier it is one of those interesting films from like the late 70s and early 80s yeah. where like punks were evil people and like yeah. you couldn't really like like they were the enemies like that scene from um short circuit what do you think no fight club where he like fights himself in front of his bosses directly lifted yeah. from this other film that we we're talking about called class of 84 yeah and that's all about like these punks that run amok in this high school and kind of control things i was thinking of short circuit and those los locos remember los locos kick your face los locos kick your balls into outer, outer space. space that's what i think about punks when i was a kid yeah. but that was kind of more of a gang they, they were, were like a street yeah, gang I had a cool experience, uh, though. I will add this. Uh, when I hosted Repo Men uh, last week at the Draft House, after the show, some people came up and were uh, talking to me about the movie, and this dude rolls up, and he was this like, squat guy that looked like his skin was made out of leather from being in the sun. He had just this giant, like almost Scott Ian goatee. Oh, and just like, And he was like, That's hey, cool. man, hey, man, I saw that movie in 84. I fucking loved it. Guess what I do now? You're never going to guess what I do now. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I do right now. I'm a repo man for boats. <laughs> and he went on to tell me about how he's been repossessing boats and yachts and, yeah. and uh, how, he, how he carries a gun and has to like oh, yeah. scuba dive and shit like that. What? It's fucking awesome. Harpoon he, doesn't, he doesn't scuba dive, but he does have to swim. Yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty badass that yeah that's cool. crazy yeah you probably only would have guessed half of what he did yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I definitely have thought a number of times 
of being a repo man. No would, way, I'd man. I'd be too scared. Yeah. It would be scary, but it would be exciting. And you get to roll around and do speed in cars. <laughs> but how many times can you go back to HQ and they'd be like, What's, what happened? And go, oh, I beat my ass. <laughs> Did you get the car? No. They tried to shoot me. <laughs> You're a bad repo man. That should be a show, Bad, <laughs> bad repo, repo Man. He just never gets the car. It's part of the Bad Grandpa, Bad Mom series. He always falls in love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, like you, I'd instantly give up. Me? Like, yeah. If, you I, me? if I was in, if I was a repo man, I'd be like the second somebody wanted to fight me for to keep their car, I'd be yeah, like, like, okay, a, yeah, keep it. Threw, like a beer at you, like line face style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm done with it. Yeah. You okay. know, I, I do think line face would make a good repo man. Yeah, yeah. freak you out, you yeah. over. I think he'd make a pretty good punching bag. Yes, <laughs> me. They would tell legends of him. Yeah. If anybody here in Austin sees line face walking around, just throw throw him a beer and tell him the gambler said what's up. <laughs> I like I like him being referred to kind of like. When Seinfeld said Newman of line face. <laughs> line face. Line face. Line face. <laughs> All right, guys. On that note, uh, we are going to end uh, the episode. But uh, I do love when uh, guests come on the uh, podcast and they actually pick something they can talk about, they're yeah. passionate about, they back something up. So we do appreciate you for bringing another topic here that you do care about. Mike, you might be our guest every episode from now on. We're talking oh, about yeah. clearing the calendar. There you go. Uh, unless we get Aaron Brooks on again, because that yeah. guy loves the that Denny's guy, and uh, it's good stuff. That guy stuff. will tell us things. Um, you could catch Mike performing uh, some stand-up this weekend, if, of course, you're catching it uh, the day it comes out. It's on the 29th of September. Uh, he's taking part of the uh, Altercation uh, Festival. I'm also on that. He's going to be on um, the 29th, which is Friday night. Uh, performing with Avery Moore as the McEwens. Yeah. Uh, that's always a hit. I remember one of my favorite shows uh, y'all did was actually last year at uh, Altercation Festival. It was oh, really yeah. fun. So uh, that's at Kick Butt Coffee. But what time are you guys going on? Uh, what show? It's late. It's like 11 at night. I'll be hanging out so you guys can come uh, kick it. I'll also be performing uh, on the 30th, which is Sunday at the 7.30 show with Ron Babcock. So come to that. And uh, last thing... Um, I guess uh, vote for us on uh, Shit's Golden. I can't stress it enough. I know we're going to fucking lose. <laughs> and that's the yeah. that's the real... I'm going to vote for you guys. Thanks, man. That's a real beast, knowing you're going to lose. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, Repo Man. the From the Criterion Collection. Okay. It's no straight line, but... <laughs> we're going to go from 0 to 10. Okay. AJ, where you at? I'll give it a 6. 6? Yeah. It's good, but it's not great. How'd that feel? <laughs> it kind of hurt a little bit because he yeah. actually watched it. Yeah, and he, I, but and yeah, I, that's, but, that's how I felt. But I, but I, <laughs> and I, and I'm like I said before. I, yeah. I would, I would love for you to give it a rewatch in a year, six yeah. months. It doesn't have to be tomorrow, but okay. I think, I think you might get even. I think you might bump up to a seven. Okay, I think you might get more out of it. I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay. I'll keep an open mind to it's that. It's kind of like a Coen Brothers movie. I think a lot of times you see a Coen Brothers movie All and you don't right. love it as much the first time as you do the second time. Or maybe that's okay. just me. Yeah. That might be true because I saw uh, No Country for Old Men mm-hmm. once and I hated it. I've never seen it again, but everybody says they love it. Oh, that movie fucking rules. Man, I just felt like that last was, scene Like if was you talked so about that, that would get like a 10 because it's so well, maybe good. Maybe we'll have to have somebody on to talk about that sometime. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm going to go, just... I'm going to toss this movie a four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's mostly because I like you. Because <laughs> uh, no, I'll I take what I can get. If I, like I said, if I stumble upon the movie, yeah. like if it's about to play it's an easy yeah. thing to do uh i can't move i'm yeah. paralyzed with fatigue or whatever yeah it's on i'll watch it and I, I, if i love it 
you know maybe i I'll knew watch it. i knew i had i was i was coming in uh without a strong a game as jackie chan this yeah. time with, yeah. with you jackie chris, chan was hot you, chris. yeah but you know there's probably somebody out there listening that will uh give it a try if you yeah, i don't uh, care about them i care about you <laughs> post it <laughs> in the true. comments if you give it a try based yeah, on this tweet show. at us uh post yeah. in the on facebook um Let's talk about it. Maybe you guys could convince me because Mike sure as hell didn't. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next week. We'll have Ryan County on. He'll be visiting from uh, L.A. Uh, we'll see what kind of dumb shit he's going to talk about. Um, do, probably. <laughs> and uh, that's it. You guys uh, have a great one. Bye. You're just along for the easy ride that I'm providing you. (laughs) This is the audio that's going to be released years after we break (laughs) up. (laughs) Nothing to the show. This is the the Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin swearing at each other between two. Finally, I'm glad Lane Krayrup finally followed followed us on Twitter so I could finally unfollow him. International.